episode 61. All right. Hey, welcome to Stay at Home Dads podcast. Your host, Justin, here with you once again to the place I talk about a lot of dad stuff as well as a little bit of guy stuff. So thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in with me for a nice little 20, 25 minute conversation this week. I also just wanted to thank you all again for your continued support on my little show. I know it's not much. It's a pretty basic podcast, but you know, I see the analytics. I I see you listening out there. I see the downloads coming in and uh, I just appreciate it. I, I, I really appreciate it. It makes me smile that I see, you know, some people listening to what I have to say. So, all right. Anyways, let's get on with this. End of school is here. It is the end of the school year. And Jesus, that means no more no more parenting breaks for this guy. At least for a couple months anyways. I'm just going to have to tough it out. My kids' last day of school is actually this week. It's Wednesday. So they are super happy. They're, they're ready to be done with school and everything else. It's kind of worth noting, and I'm not sure if you see it with your kids or not. I see it with mine quite a bit especially this time of year, and that's burnout. I don't know. Do you ever see that with your kids? It just seems like my kids are ready to be done with everything for a bit. Like my older daughter, Olivia, she's over the extracurricular activities, as well as school on top of that. But, And I'm not saying that she's doing bad stuff or she's failing or she's misbehaving or anything like that. It's, it's none of that stuff. I can just kind of tell with her mood and some of her actions, you know, she just is kind of over it. And I know I've talked about this in the past. She just gets very irritable, a little emotional, and she just kind of seems like she doesn't really care a whole lot. And that's why my wife and I, and well, ultimately my daughter decided to take a break from sports stuff, from gymnastics, from a sewing class she was in, just, you know, just kind of put all that stuff on the back burner focus on the last couple months of school and uh it helped her out it did help her it helped her mood and it helped her attitude I noticed the change there I think I talked about this in another show so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself but now school is pretty much over and I think she's just really ready for this summer break to get started which yeah she's in first grade I mean it's not a whole lot of substance there for studying there's not piles of homework coming home every day I mean, really, she just has um, a spelling test to do, and she does a lot of work in class. She doesn't take a whole lot home, so there's not really a lot of work to be done at home. But I can just tell that she's really ready for a break. But then when fall comes around, she's going to be all geared up and pumped up to head back and get into class and see her friends and do all that stuff. So... And activities, too. She's already talked about different sports and different activities that she wants to get involved in. So that's kind of exciting, too. So, yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say with all that, but uh, just uh, shows me to listen to my kids a little bit. And another thing that I am hoping will subside with this school year coming to an end, something that I am burned out on. I imagine my kids are probably sick and tired of it as well, but that is sick children. I'm just over it. I'm done with it. I'm I can't be done with it, but I'm just tired of dealing with it. Colds, coughs, runny noses, stuffy noses, just me personally, I've had enough. So hopefully all that clears up with the kids not being in school and being around, you know, 30,000 other kids or whatever. And 
I don't know. I just hope it goes away and my kids get healthy and I get some sleep. I'm just getting over dealing with an eye infection in a kid, a sinus infection in a kid, allergies and a hacky cough in a kid. Uh, I'm just I'm just done. So anyways, that's enough of me complaining about trivial shit. So I was poking around on the internet the other day and I was looking at different parenting topics and I came across this parenting quiz and it kind of intrigued me a little bit. The quiz was on psychcentral.com and it was called the parenting style quiz. Kind of figure out what type of parenting style you are. And the intro says, I'll just read it here. It says, your parenting style can affect how your child engages with the world and influences how they navigate their lives into adulthood. From parents and friends we seek to our relationships with food and even with exercise. And it goes on to explain that there's three types of parenting, at least according to them, three types of three categories anyways. First one is authoritative, which is a nurturing and supporting style with firm limits on kids, controlling behavior, hard set limits and rules. This type of parenting, the parent will listen to the child's viewpoints, but may not consider them, okay? The next style is permissive, and this t- this is the loving and warm parent, but also the parent that doesn't usually monitor their children, and they have no hard set boundaries, no clear expectations, and they say that kids that grow up with permissive parents tend to be impulsive, rebellious, aggressive, and actually have challenges with self-reliance and control. And let's see here. The last one they talk about is the uninvolved or the flexible parent. I'm assuming those are two different categories. They're just lumping them into one. And this style is seen as the unavailable or neglectful or absent parent. Kids with this type of parent may have challenges with self-esteem and seek unhealthy substitutions for parents. People with uninvolved parents often have trouble with social relationships, emotional regulation, stuff like that. So hopefully I'm not one of those. I know my daughter's had some emotional, you know, regulation stuff I've talked about before. She gets very emotional at times. So hopefully I don't fall too much into those categories. They don't really say if that is uninvolved or flexible. So we'll uh, we'll see. And yes, I pretty much just read all that straight from the website where this quiz is at. Um... And the reason I kind of looked, I didn't really look for a quiz, but when I found it, I kind of was interested in it, is partly for fun and to talk about it on this show. But also, I just really kind of, you know, wanted to see where I landed on this parenting spectrum. Maybe see if there are any changes that I could personally make to make myself a better parent. So I'm just going to go ahead and read through some of the questions on here. Probably not all of them. There's about 15, so I'll, I'll read through some of them. And we'll kind of see what I come up with. I'm going to link this quiz as well in the description so you can check it out for yourself. It only takes, you know, three minutes, so check it out. And the answers are all pretty generic. It's either strongly disagree, disagree, neutral, agree, or strongly agree. So let's dive in here. All right, the first one is question, or the statement rather, is parents should provide direction but also listen and discuss kids' concerns. I put agree for this one, almost almost a strong, strongly agree. I mean, that's what parents are primarily here for, right? To provide direction. We're, we're raising little humans. We're also here to listen to our kids' concern about said direction, right? Pretty self-explanatory. I know kids can be 
unwilling or uneasy about doing certain things, but that's why I feel it's pretty normal for us to listen and explain why things are the way they are, especially when they don't understand them. I don't know. Pretty self-explanatory. All right. The next one is, this one's kind of funny. Society would be better if parents were more strict with their kids. Now, this is kind of a quite a blanket statement here, but part of me wants to agree, but part of me also doesn't want to agree, if that makes sense. Do I think some parents don't control or make their kids behave as much as I think they should? Yes, of course. We all probably see that. We see the crazy kid in the grocery store. We see the crazy kid at the park. We see the kid back talking to the parent. Sure, we see it all the time. Maybe it's one of our own kids, you know? I mean, maybe it's our own. I think some kids run a little wild and could use a little more guidance, a little more strictness. But do I think that has a direct correlation to how that kid will be in society, especially as an adult? And I don't think so. I mean, yes, we're building the basis for our kids right now, how we raise them and how we, you know, have them behave and how we, I mean, we're molding them, right? So... So maybe it does have some correlation with that because how how we raise them as five and seven and ten year olds is going to be, you know, kind of how they're going to be when they're an adult. Right. So maybe there is something there. But I also think, you know, that some parents can be too strict. So I don't know. I'm going to go neutral on this one. Um, Anyways, let's move on here. Next one here. Kids should make most of their own decisions without parental direction. Now, granted, this quiz doesn't really specify, so your mind can really go in a million different directions here, but this one I'm going to put disagree on. Sure, it's all dependent on age. I mean, the older your kid gets, the more decisions they can make without parental direction, right? But my kids are, you know, they're young. They need some parental direction. Just like I mentioned earlier, my daughter Olivia, you know, taking a break from extra activities. And I guess in a way, we let her make that decision, primarily on her own. But, and I guess, well, we also let my kids wear pretty much, you know, they get themselves dressed, they wear what clothes they want to wear. So, like, where do you draw the line? I mean, if I let them make decisions on what they ate, they would be eating waffles for breakfast and probably hot dogs for dinner every day. And that's probably not the the best thing to have a kid eating or are they going to brush their hair and their teeth regularly twice a day or whatever probably not i mean my daughter wouldn't read books as much as she should or needs to so that's kind of where my mind goes with this question i just think there needs to always be some input from the parent some direction from the parent i mean maybe it's only one percent or maybe it's 88 percent, but there needs to be some direction involved there at least for certain things right All right, here's another one. Children should be told exactly what to do and how to do it. I strongly disagree with this one. Our kids are their own person, and I think it's good to give kids tasks or chores or whatever that they can figure out how to do to get the job done on their own. It may not be the exact way that I would do it or that my spouse would do it, but if they are doing it, then what's the problem? Sure, there are certain things in life where we need to show them exactly how to do something. And I know I've probably done too much of that in certain situations, you know, lining them out strictly 
telling him exactly what to do step by step and maybe I could back off on that aspect a little bit but I think it's I think it's good to kind of let them explore and give them a task to do and let them kind of brainstorm and figure out how to do it all right here's another one this one is kids need to learn early who the boss is in the family so initially I put down agree but then I kind of started thinking about it and well I know, I'm still thinking about it, but well, never mind, I guess. There has to be somebody in charge, right? One or both of the parents are the boss. They have to have the final word, no? That sounds weird, but kids are not equals. All I know is when my kids don't listen or don't want to listen, I end up asking them the question of who the boss is. Who do you listen to? Who is the boss? A lot of times they say their mom before they say me, but that's neither here nor there. But we are the boss, right? I was going to backpedal on this question, and then I started thinking that maybe we shouldn't think like, oh, there's a boss of the house, but we are the boss. We have to. We're the teacher. We're the role model. We're the ones that have the developed brain to make rational decisions that our kids may not make, right? So there has to be a boss. So I'm not going back on this one. I agree. Kids need to know who the boss is. That's it. It's kind of a pecking order, I guess. All right, here's another one. I'm only going to do a couple more here. Parents should discuss the reasons behind their policies with their kids. I agree with this 100%. I, I think this is, a, this, is a, this is a good thing to do. I try pretty hard to explain to my girls why I do this or why I do that in certain situations or that this isn't going to be fun, but we need to get this done. You know, we got to go to the dentist. We have to clean our house. It's time to make our bed whatever. This is what we need to eat. Here's your vegetables. Kind of get the point. And you probably remember, I know I do, when we were kids and we would ask the why question to our parents when they they told us to do something, do you remember what the response that we typically got? It was because I said so, right? And it's kind of funny because I've caught myself using that exact same saying with my kids and I catch myself. I don't want to use that saying. I don't want to say that. But in the moment when you don't have the time or the energy to explain something, it just kind of comes out. So I'm trying not to use the because I said so. I try to explain things to my kids as to why certain things are the way they are or why we have to do certain things. All right, I'll just do this last one here. We'll get this. We'll get into the results. Kids should be encouraged to discuss family rules and restrictions. I agree. I believe this is an important one. Discuss doesn't necessarily mean argue about or fight over. I just think it's a good and open way to get everybody on the same page. This spring, we actually finally gave my daughter Olivia a bit of leeway when it comes to going outside or going to friends' houses or kind of running around, you know, our little neighborhood to play. She's seven. We felt that it was, you know, at least in this neighborhood, safe enough that we could trust her. She could go out and play with her friends and not have to constantly be monitored. She's not going to go and do stuff to get in trouble. Like I said, our neighborhood is very safe, so we didn't really worry about some creeper van coming in and snagging kids or anything like that. And we talked to her about the rules and how far from our house she can go and to, you know, not get in cars, even if she knows the people and 
not go with strangers and you know all that stuff we discussed it with her we talked about it she asked questions about where she could go and how far she could go and and all that stuff and it was nice it was a it was a nice dialogue and we tried to do that with other rules and restrictions you know everybody's kid probably asks why why is this a rule why do we have to do this why do we have to do that and i don't see a problem with explaining it and encouraging kids to ask questions you know we're not arguing we're just talking as a family and i think that you know that goes a long way to have that type of dialogue all right like i said i didn't read all of these i didn't want to totally bore you with all my stupid answers but let's get into these results let's see how i did so i remember it was broken into three categories the first being authoritarian well it says i'm balanced between being authoritative and democratic well that sounds pretty good right it says I'm balanced when it comes to rule setting and expectations and sometimes flexible. It says I sometimes want to have open discussions with my kids about rules, but I also expect them to obey these rules and that I have their best interests at heart. That's pretty good. I agree with that. I think that's a pretty general statement. I uh, pretty much think 99% of parents probably think that exact same way. All right, on to flexibility. It didn't mention the other one, the bad one unattentive or whatever so it just goes into flexibility and actually says I scored high and it says I am specific whatever that means that I'm very concerned with setting specific expectations for my kids behavior by telling them what to do and acting as a role model and I expect them to follow my careful guidance which I, I agree with it's kind of funny but I very I do have very high expectations on how my kids behave I tend to tamp down their loud screaming I want them to be well behaved especially you know when we're out at friends or houses or restaurants or whatever and most of the time they do most of the time it's never a problem there they've always behaved really really well they've never had big meltdowns too bad or anything like that it also says I'm very involved in my child's growth including determining their activities Sports, tutoring, music, chores, etc. Family meals, morals, and all of it tells me I am very involved in. Is that bad? I don't think so. I don't know. It also says I am not overbearing in that aspect. And reading this, I kind of think I may be a little bit. I mean, sure, I try to nudge them in certain directions, but, uh, you know, just like the whole gymnastics things, I'm, I'm not expecting them, though, to do something that they don't like. All right, on to permissive. It does say that I'm balanced, but I lean towards strict. Well, that's, I guess that's not a surprise, but I do try to balance between strict and over lenient. So it says that I feel that I need to tell them what to do, and it's important for me to enforce the rules, that I may punish my children, but only when absolutely necessary. Well, that's any parent, isn't it? Pretty much any parent only tries to punish when it's necessary. It also says that I don't mind occasionally breaking the rules or minor infractions, but I want them to know that rules are rules, apparently, according to this quiz. I don't know how true all that is. Sure, I mean, we have rules, but my kids are 7 and 4. There's not a ton of rule breaking going on. It's more in the fact of listening, and I imagine if you have younger kids, it's more of that as well. There's not a lot of like strict rules. It's more just literally just listen to what I tell you to do or listen to what I tell you to do um, time to brush teeth or get dressed or put your plate in the dishwasher those are all things that wear me down I imagine they wear you down as well but I don't know I think sometimes I do become a little too strict 
I get a little bit too hard on them for sometimes minor things. Maybe I need to change my way of thinking, my tactics when it comes to some of that stuff. So what did I learn with all this talking I've just been doing? Well, I think I can make a few changes on how I handle myself. At their age, I just think I need to realize that some stuff is not that important. And I don't want to say that I want them to just get away with whatever they want, but I don't think I need to come down as hard as I do for certain actions, for certain behaviors. I got to lead by example. Anyways, I'll link this quiz with actually another quiz I found, maybe a better quiz with better answers. They're both kind of interesting. I'll link them both in the description so you can take them out. Like I said, just a couple minutes. See how you fare. It's probably not going to tell you anything that you didn't already know, but uh, maybe it'll help you change your parenting style a little bit. Maybe it'll kind of show you a red flag and on something that, that you may have wanted to change and it'll just kind of highlight that a little bit, and and maybe it'll help you out. I don't know. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be stupid, and it'll waste your time. could do that, too. Anyways, the last thing I wanted to mention tonight, and I can't believe that I am bringing this up or that I have a need to, but it's just something that happened once again, and that's Uvalde, Texas. You guys know what happened there, right? I mean, you all have TV. 19 little kids killed 19 it just makes me sick it just totally sick i i don't know i just can't imagine you know the being in the shoes of those families you know just lives totally shattered forever and especially it's you know the end of the school year these kids had a couple days left and i can relate to that a lot my daughter's in first grade and these kids were second graders third graders fourth graders teachers you know it it damn near brings a tear to my eye, you know, it's just, I just think about my own kids and that, and it just, I don't know, it just makes me sick. And are we supposed to, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to, do we need to talk to our kids about this stuff, you know? Do I need to sit my little girls down and tell them about the dangers of possibly being shot when they go to school? Like, that sounds completely ridiculous that that's the possibility that, that we live in, that we have to try to explain to our kids these types of situations. You know, kids don't understand they are just these these innocent beings that that quite frankly they they don't need to know what's all the bad stuff is that goes on you know they're in a bubble they they're in their protective bubble and this this total freaking piece of shit just shattered that for for 19 little kids and i don't know my kids are 7 and 4 and just i don't know it's just frustrating i know i'm saying the same thing over and over but it's just I don't know how to comprehend it, you know? It just happens way too much, and this can't just be the way. This can't just be the norm, right? And I could probably sit here and talk 20 minutes about this, but I just wanted to bring it up. I don't know what the answers are, but we got to figure it out, though. I mean, we got to figure it out. So I just want to say, you know, we're we're thinking of you, Uvalde. Hope I'm saying your town right. You know, no words can... Uh, can make any of it any better we're thinking about you that's all i gotta say all right well that's uh that's it for this episode of stay-at-home dads podcast i appreciate each and every one of you for listening for being here hopefully on a weekly basis hopefully you come back every week and uh listen to my show now go take your parenting quiz and uh see how you fare see if it changes your opinion on how you conduct yourself with your kids and if you have any questions or comments you know leave them on my social media or over at podbean.com. You can also follow this podcast on Podbean and download it right from there. They actually have a a pretty nice app that shows a bunch of their podcasts, so 
check that out if you want to. And uh, like always, don't forget to tell your friends they can grab this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. I think that's part of Audible too, but it's on Audible for free as well. And also Spotify. So uh, so go check it out. Go tell people about it. All right. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good night.